What's up, everybody? Just wanted to hop on here um, and give some quick thoughts on this weekend's Music City GP. Um, wanted to give some initial thoughts on it before the uh, first practice session, but just sort of ran out of time in my week. Um, so just wanted to give my thoughts after watching the first hour and 15 minute practice session. Um, that was relatively clean, um, given it's a new track, but we'll talk about the incidents real quick. Um, and kind of, I'm going to give my prediction of what's going to happen the rest of the weekend. Cause it is a toss up. I don't really think, um, you know, there's, there's a clear person that's got this one in the bag. I don't think that's, that's at all possible for this weekend. Um, but starting off, we had two incidents. Unfortunately, my man Pato Award um, tapped the wall um, and then tapped it again in that really, really quick section on the track with the really tight corners, um, which tight corners is going to be the big thing everybody's talking about with this track all weekend. Um, tight corners and bumps are the two things we're going to hear the most uh, talk about on social media and in the broadcast. But my initial thoughts of what I'm seeing is this is a gnarly track. This is a very, very gnarly track. It's very sketchy. Um, it's fast. It's very, it's got a lot of character to it compared to a lot of street circuits we have. Um, and I think the event as a whole overall is going to go over very well. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty pumped about, about what's going on, but, um, yeah, I mean it's it's gnarly, and that's kind of just what happened with with Pato, um, kind of getting into the barrier or getting in the side of the the wall on one side, and then balancing back is just how tight it actually is. Um, so he was incident number one, put us under red flag for about five to seven minutes, and then they got back going. Then right at the end of the session, my other driver Connor Daly locks up the brakes and is in the barriers, and I believe turn nine is what he was um, where he got hung up, but. Um, Overall impressions of the track, though, like I said, it's really gnarly. Um, it's really, really fast. Um, but I think from what I've seen on several different interviews is that everybody's talking about going, um, coming off the bridge and going up the bridge on both sides of the track being the really the hardest parts of the whole um, circuit. So um, we'll see how the race goes, but... I think that's something if this event's going to come back, they're going to have to take driver feedback and go and find a way to fix, fix some of those errors with the, uh, with the circuit. I don't think it would be that much work um, to do that. They would just want to, they want to take matters in their own hands and, and make it happen for year two. Um, so I've seen a lot on Twitter um, and a lot on Instagram, just of different things going on around Nashville. And I think it's awesome. Um, that's what we need. But the one thing that I'm, I'm kind of hesitant about is kind of the way that they're going about this entire event as a whole. Um, I think the country concerts and, you know, having a lot of different artists out there, and I'm not super familiar with different country artists. I know a lot of the mainstream ones. Um, but I think what they're going to have to do in year two to keep the attendance where it's at for the price that they're charging they're going to have to go get a big name country music star to come in and headline the entire concert series, whether that's on Sunday or Friday night, Saturday night, whatever it may be. I think Saturday night before the race is the best time to have your headlining show for the weekend. But I mean, when I say big name mainstream country artist, I'm talking your Luke Combs, Morgan Wallen, Luke Bryan, uh, Keith Urban, Blake Shelton, somebody big that's going to sell a lot of tickets and, a you know, 
get somebody that's going to absolutely blow the roof off the place. I think Luke Combs is a perfect candidate for that. Um, and I think he would be more than happy to come and do that. Um, but so far attendance looks really good. Um, and I'm glad they're not having any issues, um, down there with that. The one negative that I saw today, um, that was a big, big negative that sticks out like a sore thumb. And this goes back to my original reasoning for not choosing to not go to this event. Um, tickets for the whole weekend for reserved seating was about 300 bucks um, for three days. And today there was only one practice session for IndyCar. Um, there was a Trans Am session, but you know, you're there to see the IndyCar race. You're there to go to the concert. Um, but I saw several tweets from people who had paid, I think they said $270 for reserved seats. And I believe, I can't remember what portion of the track they were in, but their grandstand wasn't even built yet and the race is on sunday and the grandstand to me at the time didn't look like it was even half complete so that's a big 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 issue um and they better hope that they get that stand put together come sunday and they need to really be working through the night because these people have paid for three days worth of tickets to sit there and they're not getting their money's worth um so that's a big, big, big red flag for me. Um, I would not want to be put in a position where my stand is not built um, when I arrive. I think that's a big, big red flag um, for a variety of reasons. Um, and then the response that they got was a $10 food voucher per ticket. Um, I'm sorry, but again, another thing that I'm seeing is the cost of food and drinks in nashville right now i mean i saw a dixie cup of um vodka you know a vodka mixed drink for 15 dollars. it was the size of a dixie cup um i've seen my man nick booth shout out to nick if you're listening to this um posting about 27 dollars for three bush lights um and i paid i believe 22.99 for a 24 pack of the beloved bush apple a couple weeks ago here in indiana so that's a problem. That's a big deal if you're only going to give somebody a $10 food voucher for missing an entire hour and 15 minutes of on-track activity for the seats that they paid for. That's crap. Um, so that's a big, big red flag for me as somebody who would be driving you know, from Indiana to go to the race. You know, I'm not going to fly to a, you know, Tennessee. That's silly. Um, but you know, we'd be driving. I'm not going to drive all the way down there, pay for an Airbnb, pay to park, pay to Uber, pay for food and drinks because they're not letting people bring coolers in, which is another, that's a big, dis, you know, discussion topic as well. Um, you know, you, you can't over, over milk this out. And I think that's kind of what I'm seeing a little bit with this is it's, you know, these people paid for the ticket. They need to be refunded the difference for Friday for not having their seats built. Um, that's the way I feel about it. They need to have their money given back or they need to get, you know, a gift shop, um, you know, or a ticket, ticket voucher for next year where you can get that practice day back or, you know, a voucher to another IndyCar race, you know, gateway IMS, whatever it might be like, they, they got to figure something out. Cause that's not, that's a huge, huge deal. I was really disappointed to see that. So, um, but it looks like the nightlife's been pretty fun. That seems like that would be a big portion of why people go. Um, so that's good. 
But I, in the end, I'm I'm glad that I decided to sit this one out this year and watch from afar. It you know as cool as it would be to be down there right now, I had the ability to go um, for the price of tickets and now seeing how much a lot of everything else is costing this weekend. You know it's it's a lot more than and, it, and it's you know I've been to enough races now. You're not getting an Indy 500 quality race. Like let's just be real, nothing, no street or road road course is going to give you what the Indy 500 does. And for the price that a lot of these people are paying for their tickets for the week, even let's just say $300, you know, let, let's say $300 for the tickets or the 270. We'll just go exactly with what this person had posted. Um, for $270 here in Indiana, um, that was my bronze badge for the Indianapolis 500 my Indianapolis 500 seat and my Grand Prix seat. Um, so that was the entire month's worth of tickets here in Indianapolis uh, for the biggest race in the world. So value-wise, yes, you're paying for the concerts, but for the race fan, you know, that's you're only seeing a portion of this ginormous street circuit. Um, and that's the tough part with road courses. And you're only seeing if you're only seeing a portion of it, you know, there's no reason to charge you like you're seeing the entire track. Yes, you might have a video board, but it's not the same. We all know how it is. Um, you know, and even Gateway, for the price of one weekend for one ticket, I have bought three tickets to the entire day's worth of activities at Gateway um, for myself, my brother, and my dad. Um, that's not including our hotel, but that's it was 200 bucks for three seats that were high up. I mean, they're good seats, and <laughs> we're going to see a majority of the track. So that's that's the biggest downfall that I'm seeing so far um, with the Music City Grand Prix is just the value for dollar. And I think maybe some people who are actually there might be able to attest to this better once the actual whole weekend is over. But just based on the tweets that I saw about the grandstands not being put up um, and the food prices, drink prices, and you're going to get that because it's a big city. It's a very popular tourist area right now. You're going to get that. I understand that. But you know, on track, you know, and on the, on the racetrack grounds, you know, that people need to be, be treated fairly. And, you know, that starts with getting your ticket. So, um, really quick, just to wrap this up, let's talk about the top five, um, couple notables in there. Colton Erna going quickest, not shocked there. Dixon going second, not shocked with that either. Um, Roman Grosjean going third quickest, also not surprised. Those three, I think, were the three most consistent guys. Dixon kind of came up there actually towards the end. But, um, yeah, my prediction for this race win prior to qualifying, you know, this is going strictly off of looking at the circuit and looking at our drivers and kind of thinking through who could possibly pull this off. Two guys that I'm picking, Roman Grosjean, Marcus Erickson. Um, And I think the reason... For that, as a good friend of mine um, mentioned that this is very similar to Baku City in Formula One, and Grosjean and, and, is very familiar with tight circuits. Um, you know, he's driven Monaco, he's driven Baku. Those two circuits have extremely tight corners that you got to fit an open wheel car through. I think this plays into his advantage big time, especially now that we've seen the whole track, we've seen the simulator footage. We've seen a practice session. He's third overall. He was first for most of the session. Um, it was kind of between him and Herda going back and forth. But, you know, 
if Grosjean's car setup is good, I think this could very easily fall into his lap as his first win. And, um, you know, it we we might see Grosjean go on an absolute tear the next two weeks because I think he's going to be really good when they get back out here to Indy, Indianapolis. Um, so in Marcus too, Marcus, those are the two guys that have driven those Formula One circuits most recently. Um, and one that I didn't really think about was Felix Rosenquist and his Formula E experience. Um, those guys race on a lot of really tight street circuits. So that's another guy he had is pretty solid. I think he actually, I think he was fourth. So yeah, he was fourth and Erickson was fifth. So, um, no, he wasn't, he got bumped down. Felix got bumped down. I don't know who was fourth. I'd have to look at the chart, but I know Marcus was fifth. Um, so yeah, big, 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 big weekend, um, championship implications with award hitting the wall in practice one, only seven laps in and Pelot has a six race or six place grid penalty. That's second time this year. Um, for that, that could have some serious, serious effect on his championship, especially if, you know, he doesn't qualify well, he's pretty much got to hope that he gets the pole. Um, that's really what he's got to hope for. Otherwise I think it's going to be really tough for him to get this win. Um, he's got to really, he's got to hope to get the pull. Um, so yeah, lots to consider, but I'm going Roman Grosjean is my pick for right now. That's, I just think this is, this is going to fit him very well. Um, and I think with how he's adapted to IndyCar, this is an, this is a level playing field for him. Now, this is a new track. And it's got stuff that a lot of the guys here don't have experience running. And that's very, very tight, close quarters, turns, you know, single lane, you know, having to be perfect on your marks in order to get the corners right and not wall it. So um, should be fun. Looking forward to the rest of the weekend. Um, it is going to be just incredible to see another new event. And I'm, I'm really happy to see it succeeding so far. Um, just really hope that they can work these kinks out. Um, for the fans going into tomorrow so yep thank you guys so much for tuning in i might do a post qualifying um and post day two episode tomorrow just kind of kind of see how the day goes but if not we'll do a full review of this next week as well as a preview for indy i have got my credentials um to go um to the spiked coolers gp out here big machine spiked coolers grand prix um, I will be out there on Saturday as well as Friday, both days for every session. Might go to the cup race. Haven't decided yet. Just kind of got to wait and see um, who's going to go, who's not going to go. So um, going to be a fun couple of weeks. And then I'll be at Gateway on the 21st for IndyCar. And, yeah, it's going to be fun. So thank you guys for tuning in to another one. Uh, this is a short episode tonight, but wanted to get one out of my initial thoughts of the Nashville circuit. And I will catch you guys in the next episode.